0: G. Sean, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. It's when I went to Jordan
1: and Lane and um, some actual musicians.
2: We'll start, yeah, we'll start with White Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: said, I, I, I am dreaming of White
4: Christmas. Hey, we got some great weather. Y'all got to love it right here, baby.
2: Hit the pump bar. Put a bow on it. Merry Christmas, everybody.
1: Say bells in the snow. Touchdown! May your days, may your days, may your days be merry and bright. And may
0: all your Christmases be white. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Except
5: you, (laughs) Dallas. Ah, the Philadelphia Eagles and that excellent rendition of White Christmas. Gets me every time. That is just such great Mm -hmm. production. Jordan Maialata and his voice on that song alone. Man, that guy's got pipes. I know that Jason Kelsey said that he can't sing. Well, clearly, he uh, brought That's in some reinforcements <laughs> that can, and they all did a great job on that rendition. This is Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and right now on ESPN, you, Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman sitting in for the guys on this Christmas Eve Eve. Happy Festivus to all of you who celebrate. We're taking your calls on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Get it all out now! Only a couple more hours to do so. What is your biggest sports grievance of 2022? Triple mm. eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Real quick,
6: Courtney, what is yours? What is your biggest sports grievance?
5: Sports grievance of yeah. the year? Mm-hmm. Mm. Probably the probably the lunatic lateral. From I uh, know, I know it's like a prisoner of the moment thing. Uh, it only happened five days ago uh-huh. when the lateral play that was botched by yeah. the it shouldn't even have even happened by the New England Patriots uh-huh. led the Las Vegas Raiders to win that game. But I'm not over it. I'm going to okay. carry this sort of negative energy with me into 2023 <laughs> as much as I don't want to, uh-huh. but. The fact that that's going to go down is one of the worst plays in NFL history, and it just happened. I yeah. don't see how that can't be my sports grievance of 2022.
6: Well, put it this way. Alan, you had something to question. Alan, yeah, you had a question about that, about sports is, grievance. What you got? Is that play worse than the Colts when they tried to run the fake punt against the Patriots? Yeah, that's worse. I mean, yeah, that's yes. the, really no I, the, no, the, no. I think the no, the, the lunatic, lunatic ladder was worse, was worse like, than that yeah. because they lost yeah. the game. Yeah, absolutely. Because of how and, they uh, lost the yeah. game, and that, mm-hmm. that it didn't yeah. need oh, no. to
5: happen. The yeah, fact is, yeah. they could have
6: uh, need uh, the yeah. clock out. They
5: could have attempted a hail mary. They could have literally yeah. just gone down or gone out of bounds. There yeah. were so many, so many things that could have gone
6: right that went the other way. I'm with Courtney on this. But I feel like the 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 coach fake punt like. It was doomed from inception. Like, you could visibly watch them before they snapped the ball. And be like, there's no way that this is going to be successful. At least they gained some yards for the Patriots before they And then they it. gave it all back. Yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like the, the well look done. of the play, the optics of the coach play was like, come yeah, on, bro. It, well, put it this way. I, I hear you what you're saying on that. But then the optics of the Patriots' play, the more and more it went on, then the ball kept going further and further back. And then he lost the game. And then you had your quarterback see his life flash before his eyes when Chandler Jones Tell ran over and him. Tell tackle. He's a quarterback. Oh, He's not tackling.
5: You're an athlete. Coming from a stop. salty Patriots. You're an yeah, exactly.
6: athlete. He, you're an athlete, but there's certain Who things that you can not do. not
5: ever practice put, tackling.
6: Put it this way. If Chandler Jones had to throw a football, I couldn't throw You're going to say, hey, throw the football? That I tackle
7: Chandler Jones and Madden. So that was the most Madden disrespectful and, stiff arm in the history of stiff arms. He laid uh, no, down. down too, no, no, it was a no, soft no, no. arm.
6: What Derrick Henry did to Tradavis White, that's the most disrespectful this stiff arm. This is worse. No, it wasn't. You know why it's not worse? Because Tredavis White's for to tackle people. Mac Jones is not a guy that. Tackles people. He tried to make the tackle when he his t- numbers was on the grass. You know man. why? Because he says, This is not my job. A job occupied quarterback does not it. say make a tackle. That's, and I
5: mean, he was trying to say, man, I really messed up. I should have made the tackle. Like he he was, was trying to take accountability, which you do. Like, yeah. Unlike we've, right. like what we've seen from certain quarterbacks Name Zach Wilson. Uh, Wilson Name Zach Wilson in New saying, York. I'm so not taking any sort of accountability this for the offense's struggles the against the Patriots. The butt At least Mac Jones, no. Jones did. No,
6: Mac Jones didn't get self inflicted, it was inflicted upon him. I know. Sanchez ran to somebody's behind. I just wish 80% of his body was upright when he got stuck. But this is, but this is
7: this is the only no. highlight anyone's ever going to play or remember uh, from Mac Jones' entire agree. career. Yeah. This is okay, his That's, right. that's a that's, stretch. That,
5: there have been other moments. He may have regressed this
6: season. I don't know. I don't know about that, Courtney. I think when There's a talk name about, for it. Unless Mac Jones wins like four or five Super Bowls, this is going to be it for him in terms of... Going viral that way. I'll okay. the boys All on this right. one. Well, this is a perfect
5: opportunity. <laughs> Why don't we redraft the 2021 quarterback class? Let's queue up some NFL music to do this because it, it's timely because of this play, which is my sports grievance uh-huh. of the 2022 season, and because of what happened last night with Zach Wilson and the fact that his Jets career, maybe his NFL starting quarterback career, is effectively over. Um, Both of them were taken in the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft. The order was Trevor Lawrence to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trey Lance to the San Francisco, or excuse me, Zach Wilson to the New York Jets, Trey Lance to the San Francisco 49ers, Justin Fields to the Chicago Bears, and then Mac Jones with the 15th overall pick to the New England Patriots. If we're redrafting that today, Hey, Freddie, what's your five in the order? Well,
6: Lawrence is definitely number one because it's amazing what happens when, and I give Trevor Lawrence a lot of credit because last year, with the stench of that organization led by Urban Meyer, he did not back down. He was the first person speaking to the media. He was letting everybody know that we're going to find a way to get through this. They should be really, really glad. Not only did you get that quarterback on the field, but that kind of dude off the field that took the responsibility of something that was not his fault. So he's definitely number one. Justin Fields is definitely number two. And I said it last year. When the Jets did not draft him, they took Zach Wilson. I said, man, I hope they don't rule today that they did not take a guy that was ready-made for their football team. And here it is, not even oh, what? Yeah, not even 18 it's not, it's months not later. not in their
5: face again, oh, like after last Oh, my God. Night.
6: Ultimate face plant by the New York Jets not taking that guy. So Justin Fields is definitely number two. To me, Mac Jones is definitely number three. He's regressed this year that a lot of that is not on him. It's on Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia failing him as a coach and quarterback, play caller, offensive play caller, respectively. Here's a guy that knows that I can push the ball down the field, but you're not letting me do it. And we've seen a Patriots team continue to struggle and be very sporadic when it comes to play calling and being up and down. I got him at number three. I got Zach Wilson number four because Trey Lance is incomplete. We haven't seen enough of him to put him any any kind of rankings. So he gets, like you mentioned earlier, what I said, a big eye for incomplete at number five. So he's not even in that. But Zach Wilson, if anything, Zach Wilson, as bad as he's played, he could be number four and five if we're redrafting and re redoing that when it comes to the NFL quarterbacks from last year.
5: Yeah, It's hard to dispute your list because I think that you lay it out perfectly. You know, with starting with Trevor Lawrence, he has no reason to not be taken number one overall. And I know that, you know, a lot of NFL people, a lot of talent evaluators love the fact that he wins from the pocket. And that's already a very established part of his game. And we're seeing that get brought out even more with Doug Peterson in, in Jacksonville. And you you said this. I mean... Coaching is everything, especially in the second year for an NFL quarterback. That's supposed to be the year you see a considerable jump because by year three, if you haven't seen that jump, you're looking at your watch saying, Ooh, time's ticking. Mm-hmm. Like, when mm-hmm. is it going to happen? And the fact that we're seeing it happen in Jacksonville so early in his second season with Doug Peterson coming in, and now this team uh, is trying to get its way into the playoffs, like, he deserves a lot of credit for that. And, you know, Justin Fields, I think that this thing and I, this whole situation with the New York Jets, they continue to get their nose rubbed in it because they really messed up by overlooking some of the really promising qualities of Justin Fields and everything that he brings to the table and brought to the table in college. Like it wasn't just, Hey, we need to see how he gets, you know, how he fares when he gets to the NFL. We had already seen some of his winning qualities. And remember, yes, he does have a thousand, literally a thousand rushing yards on the season. He wasn't a running quarterback in college. He nope, was winning he from was the pocket not. at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's elevating his game that way, yes, a lot of it's out of necessity this year. You can add tools on the fly, and it just shows you that his toolbox is deep, and you can dig deep in that thing and find new ways to improve his game and for him to take the next step. So you've seen the foundation there. The only thing I would change with your list, Freddie, yeah. I still like Trey Lance at number three. I would flip okay. him. I would just basically push everybody down a little bit All right. and go oh, Trey Lance three. I yeah. know there's an incomplete grade on him, yeah. but the athleticism there, they didn't draft him because they thought that at- that athleticism was going to die off by any stretch and I know he's been injured. We saw him in like a game and a half. It wasn't great here in Chicago because no. it was a deluge. Well, it was it a didn't look good on yeah. anybody.
6: Yeah, you can't but gauge anybody on that.
5: No. So, like, I still think I'm, I'd be redrafting off of potential there. And, okay. yeah, of course, in year three – T- clock's ticking you got to see something pan out there but he's going to have an opportunity to do that because the 49ers in the way that Garoppolo uh structured his contract when he you know came back and was the starter for many weeks before he got hurt he'll be moving on somewhere next year maybe to the New York Jets your idea uh-huh. which I think we should keep talking about ad nauseum to make sure we speak it into the ether and make it happen but you no know, I like I like that order where it goes uh Lawrence, Fields, Lance, Jones yeah. and then Zach Wilson. And the
6: one thing, even with the incomplete grade that I gave Trey Lance Courtney, at least I don't have to have these words about him. Uh oh. Oh boy. I know. Because that's the case with Zach Wilson. And the the Jets were warned about this with people when they drafted him, they said, Uh oh, oh boy. And I said before this season, if we're having the same kind of questions about Zach Wilson that we had after his rookie season or during his rookie season, that's a problem for the Jets. If anything, it's worse now because nobody believes in him. And I wonder how much believes in the organization, but it's going to be really, really hard to just move on from him and not make it a clean break. To me, Courtney, it can't just be half in, half out. If you're going to believe in him, then do a better job of giving him better tools to do so. If you don't, you got to just get rid of it, get rid of him, and move on. And the Jets, they know that's not an easy solution to what's going to be a problem going into the offseason regarding Zach Wilson and if he's going to be there and what he's going to look like staying there with the Jets in year three.
5: We know many of you are out driving around in your cars right now doing some last-minute Christmas shopping, so it brought up the idea of people like Freddie who did most of their shopping online uh-huh. or some of you who still shop on TV, the best-as-seen-on-TV gifts that you can give out this Christmas that's coming your way here in 30 minutes you won't want to miss that Keyshawn J Will and Max on ESPN radio at ESPNU Freddie Coleman Courtney Cronin sitting in for the guys on this Festivus Friday yes, indeed. we go from the quarterback redraft in 2021 to our holiday draft which uh mine has been ripped in half by the staff in the studio in the control room I think right that's now.
6: being I think that's being conservative they, they like ripped it to shreds they, they shredded you they're like in a shredding machine They've been savage.
5: And they get coal from me. That's all they're going to get from me this Christmas in their stockings, which I believe was your pick. We'll go through the draft order right now. Uh, I went first, so I've got my rounds one and two are holiday time off in snow. The staff went with Santa and Christmas lights. Freddie mm-hmm. went with Christmas trees and eggnog. And then in rounds three and four, I drafted Christmas cookies and Christmas movie debates, i.e. whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. Those always are fun conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat Yates uh, and uh, James picked Christmas music. Christmas movies, and then Freddie had exchanging gifts and stockings. So now we're on rounds five and six right here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I will go ahead and kick things off here with the 13th overall pick. No, I feel like this is not a, this might be a little controversial for some people, but uh-huh. the meal. Okay, itself, here the, we go. The Christmas <laughs> oh, meal. No. I like ham. I know a lot of people think ham is awful and do mm-hmm. not want that at their Christmas dinner. When I go see my grandmother here in a couple of hours and I pick up our, our carry out for dinner, which I know is also kind of, um, what did you call it, Yates? Like you had a word for it yep. the other what day. like it? Just like how sacrilegious it is to pick up uh, carry out for Christmas. What did you call it?
6: Oh, um, I forget what it was. I gotta think about it. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm well, distraught at the ham selection. Okay, point. well I'm thinking ham with <laughs> <so> <laughs> mine. Ham. Okay. I really wow. like
5: Christmas dinner, Christmas ham, Christmas rolls, mashed potatoes, the whole thing, but there has to be a ham on the table. It's not Christmas without honey baked ham. It's not. Yeah, so like, so it's not the not my second Christmas. best
7: dinner in a month you took got it.
5: What's the what's the first best dinner? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. This is not the Thanksgiving draft. This is the em, holiday Courtney. draft.
6: Get him, Courtney. Get
5: him, Courtney. In holiday, you never specified if it was the entire Th- that's holiday. That's right. This is they
6: That's right. You guys didn't do that. So there.
5: Hmm. <laughs> I'll take all the ham. You guys can just go ahead and have whatever you're going to have. All right. Well, there
6: we go. Turkey for us.
3: Okay. Uh, so we're not taking ham. Um,
6: <laughs> did you want to take ham? No. All right then.
3: Right. He,
5: just, he our- just using any opportunity he has to dunk on my draft. He that's really fine. is, man. That's fine.
6: Really like is. treating you like the Zion Williamson treats the rim,
5: yeah.
6: like seriously. See,
2: it's ham. All right, uh, with, <laughs> with, with our with our fifth pick in the draft,
6: uh huh, fourteenth overall.
5: It's
2: math. Yes, uh, it is. We're going with
6: a we're going with a system pick. Okay. Uh, we're going to take elves. Sucks
7: in at two, taking elves at fourteen. Elves. Why would you take
5: reindeer?
6: Elves are cooler than reindeer.
5: Says who? Yeah.
6: You get more of them, Don't too. people say that are elves. Or your
5: talent evaluators? Exactly. Relax, ham. Your <laughs> <board>. <laughs> all right, All
2: right, yeah. ham. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
6: I bet, I'd rather have a ham. A hamburger. I'd rather have that elves than are elves. are
5: creepy, man, with their ears and stuff. I the, oh, uh, oh,
6: not yeah. they the little helpers,
2: oh,
7: though?
1: I'm yeah, yeah, but still.
6: living, living, living with, li- living with Santa Ooh, and, Mrs. and Mrs. Claus for 364 days out of the year, that just has creepiness written all over it. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I had to get in there. My 15th pick, Kwanzaa celebration, bringing people together. People try to say, oh, that's not a real holiday. It's not about that. It's about togetherness, somebody bringing traditions that can be a part of the holiday season, being part of Christmas season. And I've completely gotten on board with Hanukkah. It extends Christmas as far as I'm concerned. So with this 15th pick, I'll take Kwanzaa as far as that goes. Solid pick. Thank you very much. All right. And so I got the next pick. (laughs) It was almost a tie, but then I decided, you know what, since you guys kind of brought it to the table, Wearing ugly sweaters on Christmas. I I don't do it. I refuse to do it. I'm, I'm that person that when people do the wave at the ballpark, I'm not doing that. I'm the one sitting down. I'm not the one wearing Christmas sweaters, but they do bring that Christmas spirit. I'm not doing it. I'll be Ebenezer Coleman. I'm good with that. But Christmas sweaters, ugly Christmas sweaters, any kind of Christmas sweaters, I'm in on that one. It's part of tradition. Yes, I am, Mr. Coleman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, and our final pick uh-huh. in the KJM holiday stuff draft. Uh, thrilled, thrilled. Of course you
6: are, Mike Bayok.
2: Absolutely thrilled to pick the NBA on ESPN.
6: Right wow, now. company shilling for man the company, right shilling for the company.
5: We got some good games
6: though. Uh, yeah, we do. I'm not hating on that. Not yeah. hating at all.
5: Doubleheader ah, on is. Sunday, yeah. Celtics hosting yeah. the Bucks, Grizzlies, Warriors.
6: No, no, legally I can, but legally I shouldn't.
5: <laughs> I like that. I do. That's a, good I, that's a really good pick. That's I a good mean, pick. The And the thing is, like, the NFL is trying to overtake Christmas Day as, oh, like, yeah. its own thing, and there are those three, pri- those three matchups, and, like, you know, most of them are technically a primetime window for the NFL, but yeah. I still consider Christmas Day to be the – official, official start of the NBA season because you've got so many more eyeballs on the product. You know, the the people who love the NBA are watching it for the first 10 weeks of the season up until this point. Yeah. But. It is cool that you get like the center stage and, and I know we've got the double header here, right here on ESPN radio, Celtics Bucks, Grizzlies, Warriors, coverage beginning four thirty PM Eastern time on ESPN radio and on the ESPN app. That's on Sunday. Like there's so many good games. Yeah. Like to watch Ja Morant in the in the mm-hmm. Memphis Grizzlies, I know they're going against a Warriors team, it's a little downtrodden right now. Um but to get to do that on Christmas Day and have that national stage, it's great for the product.
6: I can't even imagine what the ratings gonna look like for the NBA and the NFL with a lot of the bad weather. That's going to keep a lot of people indoors. Now, people are going to be Mm -hmm. indoors anyway, hanging out with family, but there's going to be a lot of inclement weather where a lot of people are going to be in their houses, other people's houses. Ratings are going to be through the roof, not just for the NBA, but also the NFL. It's going to be a fantastic weekend.
5: Yeah, there's plenty of... NBA and NFL action coming your way on ESPN Radio. You can hear that throughout the day on Saturday.
2: And just want to emphasize Sunday. what a
7: great pick that was.
5: It's a great uh, pick. For a great the pick finally, the
2: company
6: staff. people. Uh, finally. An excellent, excellent it it pick. took 17 picks bang. for you guys to finally come around. Finally. Like That's Mike like Green. Like you said, bang. Like bang. Mike Green would say. Exactly. Bang. Finally. Bang. You guys got okay. around.
5: Speaking of finally, with the 18th pick in the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max holiday draft. Can't get the chimes again. Don't know why it's taken people so long. This should have been my number one overall pick, but wine. Who doesn't love wine during Christmas, alcohol, booze, anything like that, to be able to get through the holidays? Sometimes you're dealing with some pretty annoying family members during (laughs) Christmas dinner, Uh and you just need to to grin and get through it, and you might be sipping a nice glass of wine, sitting in front of the fire later that night, enjoying NBA on ESPN, or watching some NFL action. Like, nothing like unwinding with a nice glass of wine. You can do it 364 other days during the year, but little
4: Christmas a, wine is a fine pick. Thanks, guys. Thanks for finally, like, actually me fine wine pick? What type
6: of wine? You mine. could have
7: gotten that pick in free agency, yeah, though. You didn't
6: yeah. Yeah. Um, what type of wine, though? Yeah. I yeah, think like today, Alan said. well,
5: it, it depends on the time of day, because I know we're doing a Christmas lunch, because my grandmother is 101 years old. Shout oh, out to wow. Her. So Raise a glass to doing- grandma raise my coffee to her right now because I'm not drinking at the moment, which is why I'm on radio. Uh but no, it's uh it'll be starting in the afternoon. So I'll probably have white wine with lunch because red wine will put me to sleep. Uh True. you know, when we eat around like two central okay. time. But evening, like a nice Pinot Noir sitting in front of the fireplace, right, which is like the only time because I'll go up to my mom's, it's the only time we ever turn that thing on. Okay. You know, just relaxing all with right. some some nice wine and, and after I ate my ham. You know, wine and uh, red wine and ham goes together. I don't know well, if...
7: You'll yeah. probably need a whole bottle after how poorly this draft went for you in general. So Okay,
5: so you guys liked my pick. Now you just dunked all over yeah, my it's, draft. I said it's fine.
7: It's underwhelming,
5: but it's
6: Courtney, fine. Courtney, the Scrooge Mc3 would not be the Scrooge Mc3 if they didn't find a way to find the bad in your good pick. You know it's how that goes. Fun.
5: Pat, James, no, talking about Pat. I appreciate not about you. James. Talking about Pat. I, uh, okay. I had fun... For about ten minutes of this NFL 40. of this well uh, done. draft, it's not. It just it just sucks. Yeah. Like just <laughs> dunked on my. Yeah,
6: no, they just <laughs> dunked mine all over your pick. Yeah, like <laughs> Alan Hunt. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Man, see, Coney's gonna remember this because I'm telling yeah, you right yeah. now. I'm
3: not gonna let this down.
6: As someone who's married and the father of a daughter, I'm telling you, women do not forget. And believe me, guys, you may think you got the upper hand now. That oh, red this is red coming wine. Back. Oh yeah.
5: Next it's, time i next time I. Monday when I'm hosting Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, uh-huh. this will be brought up <laughs> <And> multiple
7: <laughs> times. If anyone's watching ESPN News or ESPN U right now and mm. can see the staff picks. My there, goodness. Just it's just it's domination just, oh, from no. top Stop. to bottom. It's just not even Stop. close. You'll be wow. able to Jeez. vote on, wow. on Twitter at yeah. Key Jane Max, who had the yeah. best draft very
6: shortly. Hopefully, hopefully you guys I will like be like mine. a distant third, like Zach Wilson in last year's draft.
2: Back to back draft champs. That's yeah. what I'm predicting. Well,
6: yeah. The Thanksgiving one, yes. This one, not so much. I'm not buying that one. Okay.
5: Well, <laughs> we're building. We are. And I built a really good draft class here. Freddie did as well. The guys yes. in the studio, sure. That's fine. Forget and the NBA them. on Christmas Forget Day them. is a big one. The three non wise men. An exciting product that we have right here on ESPN Radio. And speaking of the NBA, we're going to learn next about who we're going to learn the most about this weekend.
0: Listen to Keyshawn J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere
2: you are. Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at
4: LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
5: 15 minutes away from me telling you why sports reporters make for the best weather people. That's coming up here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Courtney Cronin and Freddie Coleman sitting in for the guys on this Friday morning, as always, presented by Progressive Insurance. You saw it there on the screen, jam-packed Sunday of NBA action on Christmas Day. It's one of the best days of the year, and you can hear all of that coverage right here on ESPN Radio. Perfect time to tap in with PJ Carlissimo NBA on ESPN radio analyst joining us here on KJM he's on the call for Grizzlies Warriors Christmas Day 8 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN radio the app ABC and ESPN and I wanted to start PJ with the sit down that Malika Andrews had with John ja Morant the other day and they were sizing up the Grizzlies competition in the Eastern Conference in which Morant said that the team they're going to have to run through is the Boston Celtics and in the West he said no one. He didn't think, he said, I'm fine in the West. What do you make of that in terms of the Grizzlies and the mind of Ja Morant not having any competition in the West?
1: Well, good morning, Courtney and, and Freddie. Um, I don't make a lot of it. I, I mean, I think it was, I thought it was a great interview, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I thought uh, Ja was speaking his, uh, his piece, but um, he's a confident young player. Uh, they're an excellent team, and they are good enough to back that up but uh i would disagree with him in terms of uh it's a minefield there's more to go through than there is almost in any year uh the conference is so deep it's not even funny i mean you look at uh i was just looking at the standings that i've been following obviously zeroing in because uh uh, mark kestisher and i've got the you know the the memphis golden state game which you talked about uh and who's going to play i'd like it a lot more if desmond bain and, and steph and who knows, because the, the way the Warriors finished up that East Coast trip, a lot of their guys were sitting out. Uh, I would think they would have most of them back, I hope, um, for Christmas. But I know the rest of the way it's not going to be a walkover by any standards. And you look at the last 10 games, you know they always have at the end of the standings the last 10 games records. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at the Western Conference, the last 10 games. Uh, Memphis is 7-3. and three. They're the only one that's won seven games, so I give them credit. And they've been playing well right now. And Golden State is the only one that's won three. The other 13 teams in the in the Western Conference won either four or five or six games. I mean nothing to choose uh, between them, and that's the way it's going to be the rest of the way. So I, you know I would disagree. I think it's going to be very, very difficult. Whoever comes out of the West is going to be an excellent team. It could very well be Memphis. And you know Jaw's team played really well last year. We had that series. When they lost in six to Golden State, Ja didn't play the last three games after his injury. Um, I don't I don't have anybody as a team to beat. Uh, right now, there's no question who the two best teams are. Uh, it's been them in New Orleans. That could change tonight, depending on what Memphis does in Phoenix. So it's going to be that way, I think, the rest of the year. I don't see anybody running away.
6: You look at the Memphis Grizzlies team, and a lot of people still may not know how terrific John Moran is and how terrific this team has been. This is a chance for him to play on that kind of stage, PJ, that he's never had a chance to play on before, meaning Christmas Day, even though it's against the Golden State Warriors, without Steph Curry. What do you think could possibly happen that if they win a game, let's say they win going away, what this could do for Memphis and John Morant and their profile to those who don't know
1: about him and them? Freddie, I think it's significant. Uh, you know, I've been lucky. I, I, I was with some good teams, uh, particularly when I was an assistant in San Antonio, but we were on a couple other times, too. Uh, with, with with various different teams in Brooklyn and in Portland. And no one is going to tell you it's just another day. It's not just another day. It's a huge day. And the players that aren't lucky enough to play there are going to be watching. The 10 teams love it. I'm sure we would love to have. We being ABC and ESPN, you'd, you'd love to be able to wait till a couple of weeks before and a team like New Orleans or Cleveland or the Nets, the way those three are you know uh, playing right now, uh, you just look. You don't get to pick, but uh, the guys that are home want to be there. It's an enormous thing to be uh, to be selected uh, and to be playing. Everybody is watching. Uh, it's a huge confidence boost if they can come in uh, and and play well, uh, particularly in uh, San Francisco. Uh, people can say all they want about the Warriors. There's been a lot of problems. You know, a number of them injury related. But at home, it has not. Been, it hasn't been a problem. They got the mm-hmm. second best second best home record, uh, and and Memphis has the second best thirteen and two. Golden State's twelve and two. So there's nothing to choose from there. Cleveland sixteen and two. So at home, the Warriors have been real good. When we had uh, a couple Saturdays ago, we had the Celtic Warriors rematch from last year's final, and this. Without question, the Celtics were the best team in the NBA at that point. They were playing better than anybody. Uh, they weren't just winning. They were blowing out teams, good teams. It didn't matter whether they were home or away. And they came in to San Francisco, and the Warriors handled them. Now, yes, uh, Steph Curry there is that a totally different team, without question. But the Warriors at home, to this point, are still a very, very dangerous team. And I don't expect it to be a walkover. I expect it to be a good game, but potentially it could be a game. A win, particularly a convincing win on Christmas, would be, would be tremendous uh, asset confidence-wise uh, for the Grizzlies.
5: We're talking with PJ Carlissimo, NBA on ESPN Radio Analyst. He's on the call for Grizzlies Warriors on Christmas Day, which you can hear right here on ESPN radio, eight PM Eastern time. The game that we have on our airwaves before that is Bucks Celtics. And you and you mentioned uh, the Celtics and kind of their recent slump, PJ, and I wanna know, how do they fix things? Like is there any sort of key to get them back on track after win after losing their last five of six?
1: Now, I think that Joe Mazzulla has done an excellent job with that team, and and you know it always starts with uh, JT with Jason Tatum and, and with Jalen Brown. But that team has played really well. They're balanced. They're really good on the defensive, and that's the biggest difference for the Celtics. We said it every game that we had this, the Warriors last year, Christine. We would say uh, people don't understand how good a defensive team this is. Last year, the Celtics were third in points allowed in the entire NBA. They were second in field goal percentage defense. They were third in three-point defense. They were clearly the best defensive team in the league. They gave up 105 points a game. Uh, no, one, no one gave them credit for their defense because of staff and you know all the things they do offensively. They're giving up 116, 117.9 uh, right now. Uh, they're night and day different defensively. Celtics are really solid on the defensive end. I do think they'll get it together. Uh, I also think that Milwaukee, uh, the, the, the longer Chris Middleton plays, the more games he has together, um, the, the better they're going to be. I, I think uh, the teams in the West, particularly, you know, a lot of people knew Cleveland was really good last year. I, don't, I didn't know that. Uh, most people mm-hmm. thought they would be as good as they've been right now. No one knew what to expect um, from from the Nets. They, You know, they always knew, loud. if these guys ever – are playing, play a bunch of games together and, and become a cohesive unit, how dangerous they've been. Well they are right now. I mean they're nine and one on uh, their last ten games. You know how dangerous the Sixers can be. Tibbs is doing an excellent job again in New York. I, I, I love the East. I, I still think the West is deeper, but I love the teams at the top. I you know it's easy for me to sit here and say I'm not concerned. Hmm. The Celtics will get it together. They were too good for too long. They're too good on both ends of the floor. Uh, to struggle. It's a long, long year. Nobody, very seldom do you have a year like, you know, we think back when the Warriors were dominating everything. A, they were healthy most of the year. Uh, That was unusual. I I just don't think we're going to see that. As as well as Milwaukee's playing right now, as well as Memphis and New Orleans and and Phoenix are playing right now in the West, it's going to be up and down. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be teams that look like the best team for an entire month. And the next month, it's not that way. So that's great for us. I think we're going to have unbelievable regular season, but the playoffs are going to shape up. Uh, Even from the first round on, the matchups are going to be really, really entertaining on on both, both conferences. And so many times the thing that sometimes the viewers don't understand, you look at the overall record, but you don't look at the three or four games the teams have played. There are just some teams that don't match up well against other teams and sometimes they end up playing early. And, you know, the, the records uh, don't tell the whole story. It's just, it's just a tough matchup for a particular team because that's what the playoffs are all about, uh, the adjustments. And travel's not as, as big a deal. Teams are fresher. It favors the older teams, the veteran teams. Um, you know, it's not like the regular season. It's a completely different animal, which is going to be great for us. And we get a little snapshot of, of those matchups being dif- different and difficult on Christmas Day.
5: NBA season officially officially kicking kicking off on on Sunday NBA Action coming your way on Christmas Day on ESPN Radio and on ESPN and ABC. And you will hear P.J. Carlissimo, NBA on ESPN Radio analyst, on the call for Grizzlies Warriors coverage beginning 8 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. Always appreciate it, Coach. Thanks so much for the time. All right, All right
1: Courtney, great being with you. Freddie, good being with you. It's a different hour for us to be together.
6: Yes, it is. We're usually the nighttime owls. You know, we in the daytime <laughs> love right now. <laughs>
5: Awesome stuff. All right. Coming up next, an Iowa sportscaster bringing new meaning to the term cold world, no blankets. I'm going to tell you <laughs> just why that is coming up next. But first, Freddie has this from Omega.
6: And small business owners lend us your ears. You may have overpaid in your payroll taxes during COVID. If you continue to pay employee wages during the pandemic, Omega Accounting Solutions may be able to help you recover a refund of up to $26,000 per employee. Schedule a free 10-minute call with Omega to find out whether you qualify or not not it's that simple call 800-704-2000 with any erc questions that's 800-704-2000 or visit megataxcredits.com before the filing window closes or funds run out
1: georgia bulldogs keep
6: shopping and
8: do- TCU Horn Frogs. Michigan Wolverines.
0: Job's not finished. Go Blue. Ohio State Buckeyes. This is why you came to Ohio State. Welcome to the College Football Playoff. The College Football Playoff. Coverage begins New Year's Eve at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning, starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
1: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you
8: ridden an electric e-bike yet? Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
5: There's nothing quite like seeing reporters out in the elements, braving the elements to bring you, sitting in your cozy car or your cozy home, the weather and telling you what the conditions are like so you don't have to go outside. Now, typically you see people with actual meteorology credentials doing that, but At this one station in Iowa, by the way, Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Radio, ESPNU, Freddie Coleman, Courtney Cronin sitting in for the guys, Uh, this one station in Iowa, KWWL-TV, employed Mark Woodley, who is a sports (laughs) reporter there, because clearly they were a little short staffed and in Iowa, he's based out of Waterloo. They're dealing with weather just like most of us throughout the continental United States. Apparently the wind chills out right now in Chicago where I'm at, Freddie, are minus thirty four, so I won't be leaving here anytime soon. Uh, but he, this man, was out yesterday, and I guess throughout the last couple days, playing meteorologist on TV out of necessity, and he put together this 90 second clip of greatness that you just have to hear.
3: Mark, how are you feeling out there? Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question. Right? I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days, so. What better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, <laughs> earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold, and tell other people not to do the same. I didn't even realize that there was a 3.30 also in the morning uh, until today. It's absolutely uh, fantastic, Ryan. You know, I- I'm used to these evening shows that are only 30 minutes long, and generally on those shows, I'm... Inside so uh, this is a really long show tune in for the next couple hours to watch me Progressively get crankier and crankier. How do I get that uh, storm chaser seven duty? I I feel like Clint got the uh, better end of that deal. You know that thing's heated Um, The outdoors currently is not heated. Well, I'll tell you what Ryan I've I've got good news and and I've got bad news the the good news is that I can still feel my face right now (laughs) the bad news is I kind of wish I couldn't. Can I go back to my regular job? I'm pretty sure, Ryan, that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago, it is just getting colder and colder. Live in Waterloo for the last time this morning. Thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley. New 7 KWWL. Salty. That is
5: what you get when you ask the sports guy to come in and cover the weather. That's Mark Woodley. He's the sports director of W of KWWL-TV in Waterloo, Iowa. And I've got to say, I can commiserate with him on that. Because when I covered the Minnesota Vikings, mm-hmm. my first season is when they were at their old facility in Winter Park. Yeah. Uh, so Eden Prairie, Minnesota. There was no place to, for us to shoot things indoors. And mm-hmm. that's when the team was very good. They went to the NFC Championship game that year. So I was on TV a lot because we had a lot more Sports Center shows. Uh, and we were constantly talking about the Vikings. Now... It's cold in Minnesota at this time of year, and they just love putting you outside mm-hmm. because people like to see reporters in the elements. I don't know what it is, what but they is love either. to talk about it too. Like, there's always the quip from people in the studio. I remember when SC6 with Jamel Hill and Michael, uh, Michael Smith was, uh, was on TV, and Jamel just got the biggest kick out of making fun of me for standing <laughs> in the snow and how cold it was. And one time, it was so cold, my nose was running on live TV. And I shouldn't be like, oh my God. Oh no. Trying to do that on TV because it was so cold. And I was like, please just get through this hit. Please put B-roll over me. I can't afford (laughs) to be like
3: wow, having
5: my nose running on live TV because it's so cold. But the real field temps, like these people are the real heroes of this Mm -hmm. week, bringing you the hard-hitting weather news that you never knew you needed because people love from their warm studios to be like, boy, isn't it cold out there?
6: Alan Yates said it best. He said that whole time we heard that from Mark Wood he didn't mention one degree he didn't say if it was like three with a temperature of minus eight wind chill factor. he's like look I don't want to be out here but I have to be because I love my job I don't want to keep my job he wasn't giving any breakdowns he wasn't doing any barometric pressures nothing like that he just said look I'm here I got to deal with this I'm going to be salty about it and there was nothing he, he had his own festivus literally. he literally had his own in 91 seconds there that we heard
5: That was incredible. Like, great work by by Mark Woodley, the uh, sports director at KWWL in Waterloo, Iowa. Uh, We all feel your pain, and that's why most Mm -hmm. of us are not going to go outside today if we can help it. Like I said in Chicago, Freddie, it is minus 34 degrees with the wind chill currently, and I still have some Christmas shopping to do. Uh I I was not like you. I didn't prepare very well for this. (laughs) And it made me think about those as-seen-on-TV gifts Mm -hmm. that people, you know, they still advertise. Uh, it's not just Amazon that sells things that you can get quickly. Apparently these things too. And I've been going through a list of them for some last minute gifts. And I I was thinking about Flex Seal. That's a right. great one. Yeah, the Of Glove, which you can use for a number of different things. I might actually need a glove okay. like that to keep me from the cold tomorrow. Yeah. Just don't
6: buy anybody a Chia Pet off an off- on TV. So don't those are
5: coming back. Like yeah. I've seen more ads for the Star Wars Chia Pet mm-hmm. in the last couple of days, and I'm wondering, like, is that a gift I should get somebody mm-hmm, this year? Mm-hmm.
6: Unless they are really, really Chia Pet savvy. Like no. how do
5: you do a chia pet? Like I, I remember I had I one, but oh, yeah? I never actually put it together.
6: I've never had one. I looked at that and said, "That's like a pet rock. No, thank you. No." Pretty thank sure you, you, you add milk. like water to it. You oh, just like either? let it grow. Like, e- either it like, way, at that point, then like what's seven? the value? What's the in game value there? I'm a wow bull, so I can okay. tell. I could, I could see. Yeah, that.
5: Pat, what's your, uh, what's, yeah, your, what's your on TV, John?
6: Give me the scrub daddy. Scrub daddy.
5: Scrub daddy. That's a good one.
6: Yep, James, how about you? James, you got one? I don't know. Yeah.
5: I, te- nope. I told you to prepare for this.
7: One. Yeah. No. Well, I didn't.
6: Yeah, so. my, my, mine was the Copperfit socks. That would be the one I've seen on TV. Those are good. Those
5: Copper are good. Fit socks, yes. Yeah, James, sure is, st- James is throwing is a
7: tantrum right, right now because we're losing in the poll currently. Oh, yeah. So the, good. Current, the current standings good. on the
5: KJM holiday draft poll good. at KJ and Max on Twitter. I am in the lead at 56%. Thank you to everyone
7: I has a voted. theory.
5: Um, the staff. Is at thirty four percent. Freddie's at ten percent. I'm good. Freddy.
6: I'm good at being ten percent. As long as the staff is second behind you after all the mm. after all the not, nonsense I'm away they gave with you, this thing right yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm Team Courtney right now. The staff not who not Scrooge's Big Three. They clearly they clearly did not the have the best Sanity. draft. 30, thirty three. It's, it's, thir- it's, it's minus thirty four in Chicago
5: with the wind chill. Yeah, that's
6: why those votes are of they Ten seconds. That has nothing to do with it.
2: Stop hating. all right.
5: We'll be back Monday. Plenty of Week Sixteen NFL action to recap you with NBA and Christmas Day.
0: Listen to Keyshawn J. Live, everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
8: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.